0: Okay, it's very special episode of King of the Lifts, six-pack lapidat, and I'm here with Jezza moments after the biggest powerlifting moment of his life, I assume, I and I have his interpreter. Your name is, sir? Irving Harris. Irving Harris. And um, Irving, can you ask Jezza, when he realized that he'd become the world champion, how did it feel?
1: Yes,
2: yeah i would cheat ken ken feeling a kind. yeah no to result yes he was
1: saying he's saying that Um, well uh, he was very happy uh, that the results came out as it is uh, simply because he knew he wasn't 100% when he came he was even thinking of pulling his name out when we were back home but our government had that full support and paid for all our expenses coming through so he had to step up and make that sacrifice and um, yeah uh, he's saying that if it wasn't for Lord Jesus Christ, this wouldn't happen.
0: Um, having said that, what would, he, what would your message be to anyone? You know, some people feel like maybe I should pull out, I'm not 100%. You know, we've all been in that situation in life. And when opportunity arises, even when you think I'm not 100%, you show up and you never know. You know, just that hope, you never know. Yep. What would be his message to some Because some people did pull out in all different weight classes thinking i'm not 100% i don't know and we all have doubts you know what would be his message to those people who doubt themselves whether or not they should put themselves out there with everyone watching
1: yeah. yeah me
2: Yes. Uh,
1: his message is simply keep the faith. Uh, that's the motto every now and then we throw at our gym as well. Uh, where uh, as he's saying that he wasn't hundred uh, percent he had uh, trouble with one of his knee and just weeks uh, about a week before arriving both knees start playing up uh, he wasn't like I said he wasn't hundred percent and um, so he had to go with faith coming mm-hmm. to the competition so his message is simply uh, faith
0: And um, you had mentioned how the Nauru government had helped out and how many people live in Nauru? Uh,
1: Just over 10,000. I cannot pinpoint the number but it's around 12.
0: And what do you think this would mean for the people of Nauru? um, You know, when they hear about this, one of their own, from humble beginnings, and no one would have thought when you're looking for the world champion to look there, to rise to the top of the world, U.S. is a massive powerhouse in powerlifting. Yes, it is. What does it mean to the people of Nauru? What does it mean to everyone around the world to see the underdog rising like that?
1: We thought we had to go high in the world. We had to go here to get there. We went and jumped up there and then we went away. We got to win a championship.
2: Then we went to open one. Then we went to the narrow yet cheaply beaten. Yes, he is saying that he
1: is very honored and uh, he knows that the whole island is behind the team, Uh, especially this result that just came. winning the uh, championship uh, in Men's Open Super. Um, yes, uh, he's saying that it's also his last and he's very honored and he knows that the whole island is fully behind him uh, all, as well as the government. Uh, uh, there has been uh, also a champion and our national anthem has been uh, sung before uh, in 2017 by a sub junior, I believe. Man, this time it's an open hand. Yes, it's the open. biggest one you can get in yes, powerlifting. Yes, exactly, with the super. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. You had said he had had some knee issues, and going into the deadlifts, um, we had already seen in the squat event when he op- when he opened up with I believe it was two eighty, and on lockout, um, they didn't like the knees, and he was dealing with knee issues, yep. and he was holding it, holding it, and the grip started going, and he missed the opener, and everybody thought, oh my gosh. Yep. Could it be another, another. one? And I, I want to get um what was he feeling in the conversation with the team when he went
1: back. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's saying that um,
1: yeah, he felt, he really felt the pressure. Uh, going into the 280. The, the weight felt light. Mm-hmm. But with all the pressure, yes, with, uh, uh, unfortunately for Ray William, warming uh, uh, up, um, he started to feel that pressure coming through. And, um, yeah, he just had to think twice and make his adjustments in making that pull from back to up. And uh, mm-hmm. that made, made a slight difference. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, yeah. well as well. So... As the deadlift event was unfolding, um, so he hit 280, Mm -hmm. and the last attempt was going to be 300. Yes. 280 was 50-50. Yes. One of them missed, one of them hit, and that was 280. Had to go up 20 kilos, kilos, and that was for the win, and he knew, if I hit this, I'm probably the world champion. Yes. But everybody was coming afterwards, and they were gunning for him. Exactly. If I miss this, I lose, and that's my chance for the world title. He literally had the world championship loaded on the bar in his hands. What did he feel like walking up to that bar? And what was he thinking? Did, was he thinking about the people back home? Was he thinking about family? Was he, what were his thoughts walking up to this, realizing one lift, couldn't be more dramatic, yeah, yeah. one lift, everything? <laughs>
1: And I put up to Megan, last lift, which is uh, 300. 300? Yeah. And uh, make kayak go Can I make the of the gun? or 280 of ammo? Make a second. Make third jump and 20 kilo. Can I the of the gun? I have one lift, simply because you made a 20 kilo jump.
2: Yes. What is what? that? Me. Yes. He's saying that. Um,
1: Walking in with the 300, uh, he had that full confidence. Uh, It wasn't about worrying about missing the 280. Everything went back home. All his mindset was back home. His family, his government, the government made a lot of sacrifice to bring us here. So it was with us to repay that Hmm. for all of us. And he knew he had to step up. And that was it, simply just, he just had to go with faith.
0: Yeah, and um, when he hit that podium, and everybody's looking and, and, and clapping, and it, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. We all seen him, I was saying on the uh, commentating, when I was commentating the live feed, how, how many times he's in the hotel, and people taking pictures of him at the lobby, and he'll stay until everyone gets their picture, shaking hands, um, yeah. and when he's on that podium, and everyone who had seen him throughout the week was cheering and, and watching, and the National Anthem came on. You know, what, what were his feelings there? Because it's been a long road. You know, ups and downs, highs and lows. Um, is it, does he feel like this is the culmination and, um, and, and he's reached a peak? Does he feel like he's satisfied? Um, what's his feeling during that when he heard the National Anthem and, and afterwards now that he has time to reflect, where does he see himself going in the future? I'm anak metua nenek cibuk
1: metu national anthem, mac i know we itu awa itu katakan future, ampo open open ni berapa, oh itu no, tiga yeah,
2: nga ya ta podium me me i yeah, I'm a sportman, Colonel. Yeah, yeah, I'm kami, i going to go back up and back up and say, forever, give Say, we And they in.
1: Yes. Um, he, was, he was saying that, well, when he came with, with the injuries that he brought with him, uh, he had to bring everything down. Uh, there was no choice because everything was already paid for and everything, so he had to honor that. Uh, so he had to put up numbers uh, that was realistic within the injuries. And um, it wasn't planned. To be standing to to bring up the national anthem uh, because we knew uh, Ray is a very very strong uh, champion and Jess is also saying that he is he still is a champion. Uh, he, he also came with uh, an injury uh, that was very obvious and he, he couldn't handle that uh, and he is saying that he he also looks up to Ray. He honors Ray. And he, he's telling Ray not to give up and uh, uh, to come back. He, he knows he's a strong, he's a strong champion. He still is a champion in in Jezza's eyes.
0: And um, does Jezza see himself uh, like what's next for Jezza? I mean, no, I know it's early. Uh, this just happened, but um, does he see himself? Is there any goals he has that he's been looking to hit before he decides? Okay, I'm good. Does he plan on staying in the game for several more years? Um, does he have, like, a, an exit plan? Because um, because it can be rough on the body. It's a it's a, a powerlifting as a sport. Um, so, because winning the championship, there almost is no bigger than being the heavyweight champion of the world. You know, it's the biggest prize. It was the most packed we've seen in this house. You know, everybody shows up. Um, so... What's what's in the immediate future for Jezza, and what is he feeling in the long term does he how long does he want to stay powerlifting and keep pushing now that he could check that box world champion biggest title in powerlifting
1: Yeah yeah more i on one plan one coach when I think a ken can one brand new Me You maga Margaret, you a world champion. You to the man, you can and you oil, I am on the kite, or the level. Eh, No,
2: Two or a week, I might to add up with that. Or Olympic or a Pacific Olympic, that's a Pacific game and Samo. Mena I don't know. with that boy and i i coach, pawn, Marmana Yamran and I. Mean at the I am taking with Boyman equipped, cyclical or gear on equipment or thing. Poor again. You're a pun to back okay. yes. yes, he's saying that, um, well, uh, when we head home,
1: uh, we have another. Meets in about three weeks' time from now, mm. and this is uh, the Pacific region. It, uh, it's called South Pacific Games, it's our Pacific Olympic. Mm. And, um, yes, and uh, we're also competing in, in powerlifting in uh, Samoa, in Western uh, Samoa. Mm. And, um, so yeah, um, him and the coach have planned that uh, although he still has that knee injury, uh, both knee injuries. Uh, they're controlling those weight uh, within within the injuries mm-hmm. uh, to also hold and honor that trip because also that trip has been covered by the government. Mm. So we have to uh, honor uh, those, uh, how would you say that?
0: Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, um, and now that he's the world champion, people are gonna show up to meet the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, does does he think what kind of reception does he think he'll get at home when he shows up? Ten thousand people. <laughs> they, they, like, how are they going to get Like, I know Kimberly Walford said they're probably going to throw you a parade, and she said it half joking. Yeah. But is that even joking? Will they? What, what kind of reception is going to happen back in that room?
1: Well, Kimberly knows, and uh, Kimberly has been on the island. Uh, okay. And she, she knew how the one's throw a surprise party. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and um, so it's it has always happened um, uh, every time we go and have success in um, in World Championship. Yeah. Like uh, getting something. Yeah. Uh, not expecting, but getting something. Yeah. World Championship for a small island. Yeah. Uh, the whole island is crazy. The government's gone crazy. Um, we have been um, met by our president every time we come back on the island but they will meet us at the airport so oh i bet it's a big it has happened yeah so it's gonna be even bigger now yeah the national anthem has been sung yeah
0: and to put in a little bit of perspective i don't want to take up too much uh, more of his time i want to let him relax a little but um just a quick maybe question about his beginnings when he started powerlifting and how this started because everyone sees the end and they see him in the live stream shifting these big weights. But um, how did it all start? Was it humble beginnings? What kind of equipment does he had to use? Because some people in certain countries have top of the line equipment, top of the line supplement companies helping them out, uh, top of the line coaching staff. And what was his training like on his way up? Okay.
2: <coughs> <fund ses> I'm going <forever> <hat> like to <ak-2> okay. go bueno, to to gain focus me, Man a But about Magana, make it can I Mm-hmm. excuse yeah.
1: yes uh, he's saying that well when he started uh, he started off as as a boxer uh, and i believe his body weight was around Uh, 120, 115, 115, 120, and um, a year later or so, he started mixing that with powerlifting, uh, trying to gain strength. Mm -hmm. And from there, um, he started realizing that his numbers are starting to shoot up. So, he went straight to his coach, which is the coach now, our national coach and then his numbers start shooting up. Uh, His coach start changing everything uh, with his diet. Although in terms of diet, there's nothing much on the island. It's a small island that depends on everything coming in, imported in, Mm. uh, in vegetables, everything. Mm. The only thing we have uh, on the island is probably fish. Uh, there is no vegetable, so probably some uh, fruits, like popcorn, things like that, but nothing. Uh, in terms of um, uh, supplements, uh, we don't have anything, and we have to ask family members to buy them from our closest oh, be Australia. Wow. Yes, and we all have to uh, make that sacrifice of putting something on the table for the kids and also getting something for... It's It's not really... It it's a tough life, yeah, yeah, and um, we had to make that balance, uh, in order to also think that we are gaining, so we need we need also need supplements, and we also had to make that adjustments to the family, and um, in terms of uh, training and weights, it all started, but probably on the island, there is no professional gym, as probably you would see. All the videos on the album of anybody training. They are all backyard gym. Like they are all backyard gym. Probably the best gym right now is the gym where we train, which has been, it's like a shed. Uh, it's a big, big shed. And so we start throwing in some elicos and things like that. But before that, we were using um, weightlifting racks which were so thin. And probably at that time holding up just over 400. I have no idea how kilos yeah. Yes, it was holding over 400 kilos, and yeah. So it. And what was the weights it, themselves? Yeah. you? In in weights, everything has to be shared on the island. Yeah. Uh, we 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 started off getting something from uh, some weights from weight uh, weightlifting uh, teams uh, with with the rubber weights, uh, and so. Hitting 350, you will have a full plate because they're, they're thick, they're rubber plates. And um, so yeah, it, it all started there. And then uh, it sort of, government start realizing how uh, this sport was serious and started helping out and things like that. Uh, now, uh, our gym, the national gym, supposed to be the national gym, has two... Elico racks, Uh, but there are some elico racks on the island as well. I believe there'll be about four. Uh, And but everything else probably has been welded up to to make up a squat rack, to make up a bench rack. Mm -hmm. And as I said earlier, all the gyms are home garage gyms basically.
0: Yeah, for people listening. Um, it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you finish. You know, from the homeless of beginnings, if you want it, it hard work is more than supplements or, or equipment or anything like that. You can't, you can't beat hard work. Um, I think this is good because it's 25 minutes, biggest day of your life. I don't want to take any more of your time. Thank you very much, Jezza. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Phenomenal performance. Thank, Thank you man. very much, Thank sir. And um, I hope you guys all appreciate Six Pack Lapidat. And from Team NaRu, see you later.